definitely. What is this weekend? Oh, I'm going to Vegas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's important. <laughs> I'm like, there's something going there's on. There's something happening. <laughs> I don't remember. Okay. Um, Are we ready? I'm ready. Dylan's ready, too. I'm yeah. wearing my ready underwear. Oh, you put fresh ones on for us. Thanks. I, I don't think I did. Read, oh, oh, that's gross. I read bright, though. a survey <laughs> thing that said that, let's see, I think it was men in... 20% of men in Italy do not change their underwear every day. Well, I'm never going to Italy ever. And often change them every four or five days. Well, you can wear them inside out and backwards, so you get four wears out of yep. them. You could, but that's really gross. That's really uncomfortable, too. Like, have you ever accidentally put on a pair of underwear backwards? I, yeah, that's really I, I actually did. I did one <laughs> my time, butt's in my and I was really tired. <laughs> I was really tired. I put like put them on in the dark because I was getting dressed before my family was awake and got to work and like two hours later, like went to the bathroom. I'm like, I'm like, wait, where where's the fly in these? That's not how these work. Yeah, well, if you have was, a nice And then I'm like, do I get like completely nude in this weird work bathroom too? I'm so glad I'm recording right? all of this. <laughs> it's all good. Just do you know what's even better? Don't put it on the podcast. The okay. first time I came in for my interview, I got home and realized I had worn my in- underwear inside out, right? <laughs> and, and we then, hired him anyway. And then the second time, <laughs> when I came back for my final round of in my interview, I realized I put my underwear on inside out. And I, and, but I noticed it at luck? home. <laughs> but I noticed at home, and I was like, not going to change it. <laughs> I'm going to kill this. <laughs> so there it is. The secret to landing the job of your dreams is wearing your underwear backwards. <laughs> Twice. If it ain't broke, don't <laughs> fix it. Oh, welcome to the Bite Me podcast episode 35? 35. 35. Right. One half of 70. <laughs> We're back to the math. Yes. All right. What's up? I'm Adam West. I'm Cliff Johnson. That's Dylan over there. I'll go ahead and say it for him. That's Dylan. Uh, Our podcast very soon is going to have more episodes than I am old. I forgot my name. (sighs) Anyway, if if I'd known crap like this, I never would have hired him. Right. Well, but now you know that you hired him wearing his underwear backwards. Right. Good job. Good job. (laughs) Joke's on you. I sat through two interviews with this fool (laughs) with his underwear on backwards. You're like, why is he smiling so much? I don't understand. What are we talking about today, Um, Adam? So this week, we have got a bunch of news stuff. Um, we're going to talk about Somerville, a new game coming from the X-Play Dead CEO's new studio. We're going to talk about that. Uh, obviously, the big thing, too, Destiny 2. A little bit of Destiny. A little bit. A little it's bit. super awesome. It is. Um, Atari Box, because we were all fiending for one of those to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a thing. Nintendo Switch online app is available, but it's not really working all that much right now. Uh, Titanfall 2 has got a new mode coming up. Uh, we'll talk about that. And Kingdom Hearts actually has a release date. Surprisingly, finally. What? I've still never played a Kingdom Hearts game. That's okay. There's time. I should do that. Uh, of course, the questions uh, we've got this week, including uh, one from Vinny, uh, cheap free games, and a small bites small segment. Bites. And oh. I've got a small bite thing that I forgot to add in there. That's that all right. I'll talk about. And a little bit of trolling. Yeah. Uh, but at first, we're going to start with what we are playing. What Cliff. are we playing? Cliff, Cliff. tell me. So, um... I think Adam and I, we we, pro- we want to talk about what is Edith Finch. Um, what remains of that? Edith Finch? Sorry, yes. Yeah, that one. Uh, you want to talk about that right off? Do you want to talk about that What now? is Edith Finch? What is Edith Finch? <laughs> well. So if you did not hear it, uh, we did an interview. Yeah. Uh, came out, uh, when you're listening to this podcast, yesterday um, with Ian Dallas, who was the creative director of What is Edith Finch? And, and uh, What remains of Edith Finch? Jeez, I'm sorry. I, I Dude. Got a, I've got a cup of coffee right here. I will start it's drinking not it. not working. Whew. No, it's because I haven't started yet. Oh. You start. What remains of Edith Finch? Yeah, is a what? What did uh, what did Ian decide we like to call these? So, 
he's he's totally okay with walking simulator. All right. Even because that kind of describes it. But he likes uh, the most, I think he said the most descriptive on for him was first person exploration. Yeah. And I, I like that too, the FPX. Mm. Yeah. Um, except that it leaves out games like Oxenfree, which, which is whatever. fine. Um, that can be a 2D. X. It's a side scroller X. <laughs> yeah, two D exploration game. Anyway, Walking Simulator is probably the the thing that unfortunately or fortunately I guess described these the best, and it's the one that's kind of caught on the most. So, what remains of Edith Finch? Haha, uh-huh. is uh, is a <laughs> oh, is a walking oh. simulator, and it uh, is set actually right here in uh, in Orcas Island, which is about yeah. three a three hour drive from uh, Seattle. It's Can you prob- get to Orcas Island by driving, or do you have I think to end up taking a ferry? A ferry. Yeah, okay. it looks actually like it's- on the back of Orca Whales. <laughs> It moves all the time. It's Orca's Island. Yeah. Uh, it takes about three hours to drive there. I think, like, if you could, like, drive your car magically there, I think it's only, like, an hour away. But you have to, yeah. like, I think you have to drive south through Tacoma. Yeah, you got to go through all kinds of... Uh, all sorts ish. of craziness. But uh, it's beautiful. And it is set at... You play Edith Finch. Right, and you play Edith Finch. you've inherited uh, her... Not, like... Yeah, that was her, home? yeah, it was her childhood yeah. home. That's where she grew up. And uh, and unfortunately, the the downside of being Edith Finch is the entire Finch family is cursed. Yeah, and everybody dies. They all a, or disappears in a really weird way. Yeah, and and really, the story is just you walking through this house, and and every room is is somebody's room, and it's one of your relatives' room, and and you're kind of filling out this almost like family tree mm-hmm. of of what happened to your family and their history, and and how how you got to where you are right now. Right. Um, um, you, you know, and you left the house and and are coming back because you've been willed this house, and it's it's phenomenal. It's so good. It's so good, especially the way they tell the story with the text in yeah. the world oh, yeah. and the way that they tell each individual family member's story. Because what it is is her mom had some kind of a thing and went a little crazy and ended up boarding bit. up all the rooms, but her grandmother. Um, Put little peepholes. In yeah, them. she put little peepholes on the doors so, so you that can, she could, you could look, look inside. In. Yeah, and so she grew up in this house, only being able to look into these rooms via these little peepholes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'd actually like to go back to to the what you said about the text being in the game because that was that was very very interesting. Like it's a design decision I've never seen made in a game before. But you know, when I start playing games, the first thing I do, and I know you're you're the opposite. The first thing I do is turn on subtitles. Oh I, really? Yeah, I hate subtitles. I, the problem for me is I, I usually play games pretty low in volume, and so if I don't have the subtitles on, I miss things. Um, and plus, I've got a ten year old. Sometimes they're real loud. <laughs> um, you've got a dog. Sometimes they're real loud. Yeah, they're real loud. But. Um, so I, you know, I went to turn subtitles and it wasn't an option. And I'm like, well, these games, I mean, they're narrative. Like, how could that not be an option? And then you start and the first word she says just appear as text in the game, though. It's not like mm-hmm. subtitles. They're literally a 3D object that is part of the game world. And they come out and they disappear. And sometimes you walk through them and sometimes you collect them with a kite. And mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, it's it's incredible. It's so smart. And I mean, just everything about this game, there was... There was nothing I didn't like about it. Yeah, uh, I I loved this game, and yeah. I even said in the uh, podcast that I did with Ian that this of all the games in this genre, that one's my favorite. Yeah, just because it was so like I loved Gone Home. Don't get me wrong, I loved it, but it was kind of disjointed because there was no one way to kind of do it. I get, you could get lost in Gone yeah. Home. Yeah, you get lost in that. You can get lost ish in. I like everybody's gone to the rapture because even though you get lost in the world itself, you're not lost with the story, story. because there's not a linear story that's being told. And it's very similar to Edith Finch where you go to a part of this town 
where there's a, an energy thing floating around that's a memory or a ghost yeah, yeah, of somebody yeah. that was there, and you play through their story. And then yeah. you, once you've played that, you go to the next area and you play through this person's story. Yeah. And it's really similar in that respect. Fact, yeah, I, I don't know. I like I think it's – and I know you and I feel differently on this. I think I still liked Firewatch more than this, but Edith Finch was oh. – was so good. Like I think the thing is, is like Firewatch. I, I only the only reason I will say that f- that Edith Finch is a better game. Like it is oh, yeah. perfect. But Firewatch like hit me in the feels more. So, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Huh? Because uh, like, there were a couple of scenes in Edith Finch where like I got to the end of that. Per- and I mean, it's yeah. not a secret. Everybody in this game that the stories that she's re- going through, everybody's dead. Pretty much. Yeah. So um, there, I can't remember which one it was, but there was one that just gutted me. Yeah. I think it was the one with, uh, is it Lewis? Yes, I think so. In the factory? Yeah. yeah. Oh, gee, but that was such a good story. Oh, it was so, so good. But that just, yeah. that last scene in there, I went, oh, right? oh yeah. Man. No, I, I, I agree. But like, not like. And no, the very end of the game. Yeah. Oh, right? Yeah. Not the ending I was really expecting. But. But God, I wasn't surprised, good. I guess. Same. But it's still good. Same. Either way, good. like, Edith Finch is so good. It's it's only, it's a two-hour game. Maybe. Yeah. And, and, you know, if you really, really, really wanted to look through everything, and there is so much to look at. This game is packed. Like, it's it's almost, like, cluttered's the wrong word, because it doesn't make you feel, like, claustrophobic like clutter does. Right. It feels very lived in. It feels oh. like they're, well, and it's like Ian said, that the, the designer for the rooms spent two years designing yeah. bedrooms yeah. because he wanted each of them to feel like this is when you walk into the room, yeah. you get a sense of who this person was and how their life yeah. was being lived. There's so many details. Mm-hmm. So if you really, really, really went slow and like looked at everything, you could maybe spend three hours in the game. But it's you know, it's, it's a two-hour game and it costs $20 and it's worth every oh, yeah. penny. If you see it on sale, pick it up. Yeah. And if you don't, still pay the 20 bucks yeah. for it. And it's it, totally uh, it to, And the reason we're actually talking about it is yesterday it actually came out on the Xbox One. So now you can get it on Xbox One, PS4, and, and PC. And it's mm-hmm. it's very worth it. So check that out. Um, besides uh, Edith Finch, though, the other thing I've been doing is playing a bunch of Oculus Rift because I <laughs> got one. And it's real fun. Actually, I haven't actually got mine yet. My I was going to say, bought, you got your dad's. Yeah, my dad bought one at the same time. He's like, I'm real busy this weekend. You want to have mine? I'm like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I'll take it. And what do you think? It's Impressions? amazing. Yeah. Oh my god! I, you know, I literally I spent a half hour just like screwing around on Google Earth, like <laughs> like there's my house, and there's the house I grew up in, and there's you know the house I lived in in Michigan, and there's the house you know just dumb stupid stuff. And uh, I played that. The intro game is just tons of fun. Like it's just like how you get it set up. There's like this little robot that you 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 know interact with, and it you know it, it 3D prints a gun. You can go pew 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 in this gun, <laughs> and it makes little rockets you can pew. shoot, and it's real fun. Um, and I also played a little bit of Lucky's Quest, or maybe. Maybe it's Lucky's Tale. I, I wrote down Lucky's Meh. Quest, but I think it's Lucky's Don't Tale. Grab Lucky's Tale. Yeah, but uh, it's like a little yeah, platformer lucky. game that's super fun, and so it's it's interesting because you're not actually playing it like first person. It's actually like almost happening in front of you. Oh, it's kind of like uh, the Playroom VR game. I haven't uh, actually for done PlayStation, those yet, but yeah. And you play in the Playroom VR one. There's this one game where you're kind of like almost like this omnipotent being looking down on stuff, yeah, yeah. controlling somebody, yeah. through the world. Yeah, and this was almost more like if you were playing Mario. And you were in the same world as Mario, and you were controlling Mario, but you were just, I don't know, five feet away from him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's really funny. That's the only one that makes me, like, a not. it doesn't make me motion sick, but every once in a while, the camera will move or Lucky will move, and I just kind of go, like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's not enough that I can't play it, but it's enough that, like, I notice it. It's, yeah. it's like, you know, it's, 
Oh, I can You've ridden a roller like, coaster before. I know how that, that <laughs> VR thing feels. Yeah. And, like, you're talking about it, and I'm seeing it in my head, and I'm getting that weird, like, uh-huh. cold sweat feel. Yeah, it's just, it's strange. <laughs> but, man, it, these things are on sale, I think, for another, I, it seemed like I Oculus said they were going to be, like, on sale for six weeks, and they went on sale about a week ago. I think they're on sale to like, the middle of August. That's what I want to say. And, like, if you can scrounge up 400 bucks and have a PC that'll run an Oculus, which is not, you know, not every PC can do it. You have to have a pretty decent gaming PC. Totally worth it. And if you've got a PSVR, like, spend 400 bucks and get a PSVR because there's not a ton of games for it out right now, but it is an experience that... Did you say PSVR? Yeah, yeah. Wait, so get a PSVR or get an Oculus Rift? Both. Oh. Like, get VR. Like, oh, okay. VR is so cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's... There's just no other experience like that, and I've thought that from the very, very, very first time well, I tried one. It's actually, incredible. Right now, if you get the Oculus Rift, the Oculus Rift comes in $100 less than the PSVR full package yeah. because if you just get the PSVR headset, yeah, you still need it's the, $400. You still need the move controllers. You still need the camera. Yeah. And like, if you just get the full kit, it's five hundred bucks. Yeah. Still. yeah. So the Oculus actually, the kind of cool thing about the Oculus too, that it doesn't make it cheaper any cheaper, but it maybe provides more value. Is you do get the touch controllers for four hundred dollars. You do get the room VR stuff, which is the little camera things. Mm-hmm. But you also get a free Xbox controller. Um, like that's the default controller for the Oculus. So they literally just throw in an Xbox controller. It's like you know fifty dollars worth of Xbox controller that just comes free in the package. So does anybody want to buy a PSVR? Oh, yeah, Got right. One for sale. <laughs> just it's fun. It's oh, real cool. fun. So that that's off. what I've been doing. I've also been playing The Witcher. I told Dylan today, like, every day I sit down at my computer and I'm like, I'm going to play something new. So I have something new to talk hey, about gosh. on it. And then every time I'm like, oh, but hey, look, The Witcher's right there. It It's just pulled me in so hard. The, the like, loop of get a quest, do a quest, get a quest, do a quest is just, it pulls me so hard. And I love everything about it. It's so pretty and it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm can't say enough good things about The Witcher 3. Cool. Dylan, Dylan, what are you playing? I actually played some, like, I found all, I, like, since I moved, I had a box of my games, so I finally busted out some of my physical discs and stuff, started <laughs> popping them in the consoles instead of... Like, oh, this is how this works. Yeah. Uh, but I went back to Sunset Overdrive, which is nice. a game I played a little bit when it came out, and I forgot how much I enjoyed that game. Sunset Overdrive, I think, actually is probably the perfect answer to Vinny's question today. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. But wacky game, kind of Saints Row-like, but even in a wackier universe, yep. maybe. But it's like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater meets Ratchet and & Clank. Yep. And it's great, but why I mostly want to talk about this is I didn't progress through the story very far, I guess, when I first played it, but... Uh, one of the missions you have to put together a rock band and you, you get the drummer and bass player and then it's like, well, I need a guitar player now. And then you go and just knock on this guy's door and who answers but King Buzzo of the Melvins. <laughs> so he's a local uh, Pacific Northwest guy who uh, kind of kick-started the grunge era of music and uh, was kind of in that scene. And he's just a really iconic-looking guy with his huge hair and he looks great in the game and he voiced the character it's awesome and apparently sunset overdrive just when they were writing this part of the game that's the first band that came to mind was the melvins and they just asked him and um basically his answer was well they're fans of the game so sure i'll do it (laughs) that's awesome like doesn't know anything about video games really doesn't really that's just not his thing but it was just if they're fans, then he'll he'll help out however That's he can. Awesome. That's awesome. 
it has his own character in this game, and it's awesome. And it's funny because when you do the character customization, you could pick his hair. But <laughs> I kind of just thought at the beginning, I was like, "Oh, his hair's a choice." That's I know what hair that is, and I know who Buzzo is. Yeah, yeah. Wonder, well, they must have just like yeah did it as a. But it was actually because he's in the game. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so it's a game by Insomniac, and it was just criminally underrated. Like Insomniac's done so many amazing things with Ratchet they and Clank and wrong. Spyro and the upcoming Spider Man, and uh, I just don't know how Sunset Overdrive didn't get. Yeah. More, more love because it's, it's weird. It is weird, it but is God, super it's fun. I, it's 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 one of the few games that I I regret b- buying, not because it's not great, but because I bought it and I think the next month it was free on uh, yeah. Xbox Game of Gold. So it seemed like it, it was that way pretty yeah. quick. Terrific game. You can pick it up super cheap though. Like I mean, I think I paid ten bucks for it. It's really <laughs> worth it. And if you you should have grabbed it when it was free when because it's, free, it's great. Yeah. Um, and then I played. I've been playing a lot of Dying Light as well, which is a game I've been meaning to get back to. And I got on like a Black Friday sale two nice. years ago for like five bucks. And but that's that's a lot of fun. Um, it's as the name suggests, um, all about day night cycles. So um, you're going to get more experience traversing the city at night and fi- fending off zombies than you will say, during that's the a, day. Is that a, that's one of yeah. the zombie ones, right? It's one of the zombie ones. Does it have any, does it have kind of like a parkour aspect to it? has a parkour, to it? yep. So it's all about I know free running and yeah. so you're running and jumping on rooftops and you can totally choose to go to the game during the day or you can go sneak around at night. Um, there's not a lot of incentive to just fight zombies. It's not easy early on. Um, <laughs> your weapons break um, like Zelda. Wait, what? <laughs> um, Oh, but what? you can repair them. Oh. They don't just disappear. They don't just give you a new one like they do in Zelda? No, okay. they just disappear. Um, and so that's that's pretty fun, though. But it I kind of like, cool. Um, I kind of like that. Um, it's more you kind of just run run around, and the parkour feels a little weird sometimes, but just because it, lo- it looks like you might be able to scale this wall a little easier or make some of these jumps, and sometimes it can get a little hard, but... It's a lot of fun to to run that way, and it's kind of part of the game. They're like your runners, which is kind of silly, yeah. but um, I don't know if I'd be that would be my interest in a in an apocalypse. But maybe <laughs> it maybe it would hang but, out on the roof. Um, it's cool um, getting to like chase down supply drops before other bandits come and snag them. So the way it ties those kind of things into the story is pretty fun. Nice. Um, and then I played a lot of Splatoon 2 during the test splash. Nice. This how was that? Saturday. I really meant to get on for that, and I just fun. ended up at Ikea. You know how well, it goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know if there was an option to choose other weapons or if you just randomly got selected with weapons, but I only ever got to use one weapon. <laughs> And everyone else was running around with like the paint rollers and mm-hmm. uh, the little mini splatters or whatever they were called. But it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun and a game that's totally different than other like shooters that you've played. And just the whole concept of painting more of the map your color is how you win. That's it's fun. so neat and how it, how it works um, in certain areas of the map. I didn't play the first one. But certain areas of the map aren't paintable, and some areas are. Mm-hmm. And the way that you can move quickly and turn into a squid and swim through your ink, but the other team's ink slows you down. Um, so it's it's really it's really neat. Like if you tried to describe this game to someone who never had like zero concept of or had never played games, it would be the most. They just like you're a like, liar, and this doesn't what? make any sense. It's super. <laughs> it's super weird, but. Yeah. 
I think it just functions really well as a game, and it, it's it feels very casual and fun, and not not super competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I'm sure it can be. Oh, I've played with people, and it's been really good. <laughs> yeah. Really. Yeah, but... Like the original. It Adam just, takes his platoon very seriously. It just, oh, yeah. It He's got an outfit he wears. And, um, <laughs> and then some more Overwatch, because nice. I got a cool Reinhardt skin, and so I started trying to play Reinhardt, nice. and I'm good with Reinhardt, and I never really played him before. Doomfist comes out, what, th- this week? Hopefully. Friday? Soon? Yeah, very soon. That'd Ruh-roh. be good. That'll be good. So... Um, before we go into what Adam's playing, I, I just want to like plug a story I read the other day that has to do with Zelda, and it's called just like go online and search for "My Son Has Ruined Zelda." It's I keep seeing this pop up, and I've not so read funny. it. Like if you have, like if you don't have kids, you'll just go like, "Well, what an idiot!" But if you have <laughs> kids, you'll go like, "Oh, I completely understand." And I won't, I don't need to go any further into that. But if you have kids and you play Zelda or play video games, go read "My Son Has Ruined Zelda." It's a <laughs> taco article. It's real funny. Adam, what are you playing, man? Well, other than looking at my phone for all the people that are emailing me right now, <laughs> um, so I've been playing Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Ooh, PUBG. I am. It's become my new Zelda. <laughs> That's not a bad thing. Well, it is. Is it? Yeah, because I'll be sitting there and I'll have my headphones on, and I'm really intently paying attention. And then I'll just like get headshotted out of nowhere. A giant gun just takes me out, and I'll scream like a little girl. And Kevin and the dog are like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> so there's that. Um, but I could easily play that game forever, a lot. Yeah, it's it's such a it's <clears throat> like the it's a time suck. It's not only a time suck, but like the game loop for that is perfect. Like you get in. You survive the first couple minutes, and because mm-hmm. if you can survive the first couple minutes, you can probably survive the next ten minutes, right? You know, and then it's ten minutes, or maybe it's twenty minutes, like you know, depending on what you do. And then you die, and you're like, okay, let's do it again. Right? Like, it's just a perfect. I think my average time right now is roughly fifteen to twenty minutes around, yeah. or I think the longest and I'm not I've lasted that good. is thirty. Probably more like ten, but yeah. yeah. But I mean, there's no like you get killed, and you're like, oh crap, and then you're like, let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's great. Um, and I will say that everyone I know who's ever played video games with you, their favorite part of playing video <laughs> games with you is that you constantly shriek like a girl. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. I love it. <laughs> I, I, I marry together words that shouldn't be married together. I scream. It doesn't matter if I'm playing Rocket League, Zelda, PUBG, or Super Mario Brothers. Every game I've ever played with them, and I love it uh, so much. Yeah. I narrate pretty much everything. It's great. But anyway, I do I do love that game. Yeah, and I yeah. was reading a story um, that PUBG is kind of changing the way games are kind of played because there's really no wrong way to play this game. If you want to camp out and be a dick and just sit there in a house and wait for somebody to walk in and blow them away when they walk in, that's a perfectly good strategy strategy to use. If you want to... My thing is I jump in the game, I grab as much crap as I can, and then I am constantly on the move. I mean, I'm going to say 90% of the games I play, I don't kill anybody, but I manage to end up in top 10. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I need to. It we works. need to hop on and squad that up. It'll be fun. Yeah. Um. So I've been playing that. N plus plus. Isn't that fun? That game. I can't get enough of that game. I, I wish oh, there was so a cool. way to play N plus plus mobile. Like, cause I don't think it would work. I think you'd. Yeah. Because you, you kind of need a controller for it, but mm-hmm. it would be the perfect. Just like I got five minutes. I want to kill in line while I'm waiting at the whatever. Mm-hmm. It's such a fun game. Yep, so, that's fun. Uh, I started playing Metro Last Light Redux, Redo, oh, sure. whatever yeah. it is. Redux. Redux, that thing. Um, those are pretty. That's yeah. a pretty game. Especially considering it came out a 
quite a few years ago. Yeah, I want to say that this one was released 2014. Yeah. Um, and I I had no idea what I was missing, especially Beautiful. in the first personal shooter world because yep. I never played a lot. Um, that game is gorgeous yep. and yep, it's easy to get into and it's not brutally difficult. Um, yeah, I don't know. I love that game. So there's that. Actually, I forgot to say, I've been playing a bunch of Shovel Knight too, and that game is not. <laughs> Easy and is kind of brutally difficult, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I'm just bad at it. Could go either way. That's very Mega Man-y. Yeah, very Mega Man. Like, and I didn't realize that until I like started the second level. I'm like, oh, it's just another boss I have to kill. This is just Mega Man. Yeah, it's real fun. Mm, cool, sweet. So that's uh, that's what we have been playing. It's good. Yeah. Before we get into news, though, a little bit of housekeeping. Just a reminder. Housekeeping. Uh, <laughs> housekeeping. <laughs> Cliff just laughed and burned his face I with his coffee. I literally just almost spit coffee all over Adam. <laughs> well, I'm glad you didn't because your computer's in between us. I know, right? That would have been bad. Um, <laughs> um, if you're listening to us on the uh, good old iTunes or Google Play, give us a review. Give us a like. Give us a favorite. Give us a five stars. Subscribe us. Subscribe, yes. Subscribes are great. That's what I do. I found out that my interview that I did with Ian Dallas was uh, available on Google Play at a about 5 a.m. this morning. Because you subscribed. Yeah. A yeah. little ding, ding, ding. And it's Google like, Play. We hate to be those people that are just all about self-promotion, but it really does, like, uh, reviews and subscriptions actually help you get noticed more in the mm-hmm. iTunes store and the Google Play store. So, you know, for us, you know, we want to you know, spread spread the good word to as many people as possible. And right. uh, the more people that, that uh, subscribe and review us, uh, the more yeah. that's possible. Pimp us out. Please. Sell us. I don't care. Yeah. However we can get listeners, I'm into it. Yeah, thank you. I'm we appreciate it. it. Uh, Yell all right. louder. <laughs> Yell louder? Yeah. Okay. They'll listen. Up next? News. <laughs> news, news. Thank you. News, 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 news on the News Network. Anyway. All right. So do we want to talk about the big thing first, or do we want to go in order that we've got here? Let's go in order. Okay. So, uh, first, uh, Somerville. It's a new game coming out from X-Play Dead CEO's new studio. Now, if you don't know who Play Dead is, they are the wonderful people that brought us Inside and Limbo, yes, and yes. we love them so, so, so I didn't so realize much. that the CEO kind of... Yeah. So, it was a game... Uh, Play Dead was co-founded by two people, um, and one of them uh, apparently just... They just didn't get along. Um, you know, they made some games and... They were really, really, really good. Yeah, Same they made old some, story. Yes, they made some really good games. And um, apparently uh, Dino... I'm going to say Patty, Patty. Dino Patty. Uh, just got Dino sick Patty. of whoever the other co-founders... Uh, stuff and literally uh, they bought him out so uh, we talked about this maybe i'm gonna say three or four months ago but you know just he no longer has anything to do with the company they bought his shares back and he went out to form a new company called jump ship which i think maybe i don't a, know what a, that might be a reference some to sort of pointed reference <laughs> bath Leisha. but uh, exactly bath. they just released the trailer for their new game and it's called somerville that's s-o-m-e-r-ville and you know it's it's just a hey look we're making a game trailer kind of like Play Dead's I don't know, I don't even know if their game has a name yet outside um, with the the dude with the parachute <laughs> um, but it looks so cool it's it's more colorful than the other stuff but just has that same like feeling of emptiness and eeriness and lasers there's also lasers are you going based off of this one trailer that's all there is it's that's just, weird it's just that teaser trailer and it looks real fun but I'm you know. Whenever you hear about a studio kind of dissolving or, you know, whatever, it's always really disappointing. But, you know, 
when when there's a lot of talent in one place, like sometimes that just means that now we get two great games instead of just one. And considering that Limbo, I like two games. yeah, considering the amount of time it took between Limbo and Inside to make a new game, um, like when you can get two, that's even better than one. So I'm no. really excited about Somerville. <clears throat> check out, the, go check out the trailer. It's, it looks like yeah, said, there's I'm, not much to it, but it's fun. There's not a lot to it at all, but it's really weird looking. Right, you could spend a lot of time looking for details in that thing. Hmm, cool. All right, big thing. Big thing. Big thing. Big thing this week. The beta launch for Destiny 2. Yes. And it's awesome. It's so good. Oh, my God. Dylan's still being dumb and not playing Destiny. I'm going to wait till the the public beta. The the public beta. (laughs) When is the public beta? Uh, Starts the 21st, I believe. So that's Saturday, I think. So this goes, so the beta is going from... A couple Yesterday, days ago yeah. to the 23rd? I believe so, yeah. Oh, I'm going to miss the last two days of it, which Sorry, I'm man. sure is when... Well, that's when everybody's going to be off work and like on the weekend, and they're just going to be going nuts on it. So yeah, I'm yeah. going to miss all the crashing and, right. and stuff, which is fine. Yeah. But uh, so Adam and I played so, yeah. yesterday. Yeah. And it's so good. Yeah. Like, I just can't... I mean, I love Destiny, and I look at Destiny, I'm like, Destiny's gorgeous. Like, mm-hmm. that game is beautiful. And Destiny 2 is... I don't ten even, times more beautiful. I don't it's, know how they they're doing what they're doing. Well, right? I mean, I do know how they're doing what they're doing. Like, isn't everything? Isn't there a lot of like magic back end like processing and no, stuff going on? I, I don't think so for the like, physics and whatever. I, you know, a lot of the physics, yeah. But I mean, for a game that people were panicked that's only going to run at 1080p at 30 frames a second, like who cares? It is so gorgeous. It is absolutely it's only running at 1080p. I thought it was running. I thought it 1080p. 30 frames a second. Then why did my display on my TV last night say 4K? I don't know. Because usually it only shows that if it's getting that signal. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. But Aww. regardless, it looked... it. it it's fantastic. Yeah. It's absolutely right. gorgeous. Yeah. Absolutely Aww. gorgeous. But uh, but it's but it's not just gorgeous too. Like it's so fun. So I play. I didn't play any of the Crucible, but you played some Crucible. Right? Yeah, I played some Crucible. The Crucible is the multiplayer mode. Yeah, it's the PvP. Four v four v four PvP. Uh, yes, I think there's a four v four and a six v six. Oh, I, I thought there was only one. But I think, I think maybe right now that's all that's available is a four v four. Because I know that there's. A, I thought there was a larger mode. But anyway, yeah. So I played the Crucible, and um, yeah, I realized that. I think I posted this the other day. I should have probably spent some time <laughs> playing Destiny before I jumped into Destiny 2, but the muscle memory is there. I picked it up. I was doing just fine within nice. five minutes. Um, the muscle memory was not there for me because I went from playing Destiny on the Xbox to playing Destiny 2 on the PS4, <laughs> and like I spent a lot of time looking down at my controllers like, X. I'm like, oh, that's that one. <laughs> Learn really it good. and love it. The PS4 yeah. controller is fantastic. It will never happen. Damn. Um... So, but yeah, so the first opening mission in this, it's the homecoming, it's called Homecoming, Um, and I was waiting for Miles to get done with the homecoming mission so that we could jump into the strike together, and um, if you're on our Discord at all, Miles is Neurogamer, so talk to him, he's super fun, Um, and I was waiting for him to get through the homecoming mission so we could do the strike, and he was like, are you still waiting on me? In the in the chat, and I said, "Yeah, just where are you at?" He's like, "Oh, I'm at the part with the with this thing. I think I'm almost done." And I'm like, "Oh no, yeah, you're maybe halfway through that mission. That opening mission is one of the longest. Yeah, like, probably, like, I'm gonna say a half hour, maybe 45 minutes long. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say at least a half at hour. At least a half hour. It feels yeah. like like I play a lot of Destiny missions, and it feels like two. Like yeah. it's it's really and it's go- and you play in two completely different locations." 
And I mean, you see so much different terrain in that game, but it's actually set uh, at your your kind of home base. And I always call it the Crucible because that's what it's called in Mass Effect. So I think it's the Tower? The Tower, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And uh, the Tower is invaded by aliens and destroyed by the kind of Legionnaire guys. Mm -hmm. And it's gone. But it's cool. You get to actually fight with some of the guys that normally are just like hanging out in the little meeting room. So you get to fight with Cade and you get to fight, you know, you get to use weapons from the bald dude who I don't remember his name. I don't remember names at all. You know, it's kind of cool, but you get about halfway through the game and then you come out to that, the part of the tower where you're always at, you know, where the, where you change in your engrams and all that stuff. And there's a war going on. And all of a sudden it actually brings in, you're playing a single player game and it actually brings in, other people to play that part with you. So just other rando folks playing Destiny, and all of a sudden you're fighting that together. And uh, did you not notice that? I th- I didn't. I thought that was just a bunch of random um, NPCs nope. that were. Those are actually other players. Really? Yeah. So that's why they had names. Oh. Yeah. And I so missed that. Part. You have to. You know, it's not long. You're in there oh. for maybe yeah, five minutes. Maybe yeah, four or five minutes. But those are actually other people. And then you go on your way, and they go on their way, and you complete the missions. And oh, interesting. It's. It's fun. You you know cool. you kind of, you don't have a lot of options. You're a level twenty player with mm-hmm. two hundred light, and probably five minutes in, they're like, "Hey, go up to this weapons rack and choose your weapon." And depending on what class you are, you'll get a, what class did you play as? Uh, Titan. Yeah. So when I play as a hunter, so I got this awesome like um, I don't know what they call them. The, hand like, cannon. Sing, yeah, the hand cannon one. So you know, five or six shots, and it's awesome. It oh just yeah, rips through. I people. love mine. So you know, and then I like my super is this awesome like. Very Jedi lightsaber, like two-handed kind of thing, and oh, I can really? do these awesome ground pounds with it. It's it's real cool. Nice. Yeah, and the the Titan has like a he shoots. He gets you get a you get like a shield. Oh, cool thing, and then you can do these like severe like punches. Nice. Yeah, which is how I ended up taking down some of the energy off the uh, the the health off the stupid thing in the strike that they let oh. you do. Does so, that strike? The strike is awesome. The strike is amazing, and it's gorgeous, and it is hard. It's brutal. It's brutal. When hard. you get to the boss at the end of that, I we played that. I think we went through it probably four or five times. Yeah. And by the fourth time, I was like, mm, I need to go to bed, yeah. so let's see. And then we finally got it. Yeah, and so. I played it with just a rando. Pulled, and it's like a two or three player strike, and it just pulled one guy in. I'm like, okay, we got this. <laughs> and you know, like the 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 level itself wasn't super hard, but it was it was hard. And then we got to the end boss. Yeah, the and boss can got him down to probably like ten or fifteen percent of his health, and he wiped both of us. And I'm like, okay, let's do this again. And the other guy's like, nope, and like left. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not gonna do this by myself. So yeah, it's uh, it's. It's amazing, though. I am so... I mean, there's nothing to this, and I'm going to probably play the single... I, I, I think I'll probably try this with each of the different, uh, each of the different classes, because yeah. I just, I'm curious how they work. Yeah, because uh, I've only ever used the Titan class. Same, I've never I've played, played anybody Hunter, else. So. so, okay. Well, maybe that'll be my mission for tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've already so, played through it with the one. Check yeah. it out. It's uh, And there's still time. I mean, like I said, the open beta starts in a couple days, so mm-hmm. on the 24th, it. hop in. It's not a huge download. It's 13 gigs, so it's not like it's going to take you you know, the rest of your life to download it, um, unless you're my brother, apparently, who it took like <laughs> 10 hours for it to come down for him. Well, I downloaded the install file on, what was it, Monday night, and in order for it to be installed, I needed the system update yeah. from Sony. Do make sure you have the system update or else it crashes. My Destiny file was downloading at 5 to 10 megs a second. Yeah. The Sony update was yeah. coming down at, like, 500K. 
someday you'll it was get terrible. A, someday you'll get an Xbox and realize how awful the PlayStation Network downloads are. <sighs> I download at like fifty megs a second on the Xbox Network. I've got a forty so, megs line. Whatever you just still saying. or not fifty? Yeah, but I you, you know you should be able to download at like six megs a minute a second and. What, what the hell is Dylan doing? <laughs> I think he's Entertaining doing the, me as you describe this terrible Xbox thing. Oh, no, it's so good. Okay. I think he was doing the, the whistling belly button thing. Oh, like the, the chunk? I guess. Chunks. I'm not sure what he was doing. Either I way, Destiny's doing. awesome. You should also join our clan. We have a clan. Yeah, I know. We've it's got, the Bite Me Podcast Yeah, clan. we've got a handful of people in there, too. <laughs> what, what's, what's, what's our tagline? We kind of kick ass? We kind of kick ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not really kick Emphasis ass. Emphasis on the kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, but I Emphasis think we've got about eight people. Kinda. It's going to be, you know, the thing about a clan, uh, joining a clan, is that it, some of these strikes, or not the strikes, the raids, you need six people to uh, to be able to actually do them, So, right. uh, which is the reason I've never done one, because I don't have that many friends. Um, but, you know, hop in and join our, it's yeah. just called Bite Me Podcast. I assume you can just search for it. But if not, mm-hmm. it's we've posted on our Facebook and our Twitter. And uh, you know, make some friends. Come hang out in our Discord with us, and uh, then you'll have some, some friends to play Destiny with. Cool. Yeah, I'm going to try Twitter. to play the first Destiny tonight. I'm going to put it in Xbox do it. And, it's, and try to. It's really I'll try, good. I'll give it a try. Why I mean, don't you just get Destiny 2? You're gonna play the. I'm gonna play the. He's public. gonna play the public. It's, it's, there's no point in me doing it now. No. Oh like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. By the time I get my code, because of all the problems that we've been hearing about. True, true, true. So perfect. Okay. Do it though. It's good. Um, is anybody excited for the Atari box? No. <laughs> Why? That's not true. I'm are sure, you? I'm sure there are people starring are. Pong. Yeah. Right. <laughs> is that it? Well, maybe ET. But that's the reality. Is is no one knows. Like they released some. These aren't actual boxes. They released renders of what a box could look like. Oh, that's not the actual box? No, those are just wow. yeah, those are just pictures of what the box could look like. Um, and so, you know, they're like, but look at these ports. It also could play new games. And so they're kind of teasing that maybe it'll play some retro Atari stuff, which is great. But, like, I don't know if you guys have played an Atari game recently. No, I've not they're, played an Atari game in probably 30 years. That's probably for the best. I didn't know there was more than one. There's just one Atari, Atari game. Yeah. Pong. Oh, yeah. No, there's a bunch no, like, of No, like, I, I seriously, like, I oh, wouldn't really? know, though. Like, oh, yeah. Well, I'm, oh. I'm joking a little bit, but. Yeah. I mean, so there's, there's Pong, hundreds of games. There's Pitfall. There oh, Pitfall is, was kind of good, though. Pitfall was kind of good. River Raid. I love River uh-huh. Raid. And there was Pole Position. Yeah. I played, oh, that was Pol- I played Pole Position about three months ago. It's terrible. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's horrible. Cubert's super fun, though. But, yeah, you know, like, so it's kind of an interesting idea that maybe, and if they could do. If they could do Atari right and say, like, hey, here's 200 games, you know, maybe. And then if – I don't know what they mean by, like, the possibility of new things. Like, like is what Atari all of a sudden back in the console business? Right? Or are they back in the game development business? Or is this thing going to run indie stuff? Like, who knows? And so without more information, but the thing that's turned me off most from it was, you know, they, they put out this stuff and, like, okay, here's this cool thing. And then, like, in one of their investor calls, they very specifically said, like, and don't worry, guys. We're gonna kickstart this thing too to like minimize minimize risk. And I'm like, anytime you're kickstarting thing something in order to minimize risk to your investors, yeah, yeah I'm I'm I think I'm okay with this. So I mean, who knows? Maybe this thing's gonna come out. It's you're just gonna be oh my god! I never thought they'd be able to do all these cool things. But no, nope. I mean, Atari hasn't done anything 
well, super amazing since what 1981. Roughly. So I mean, you know, they've they've they they've, had the Jaguar. They've done some development stuff, and I mean, the fact that they're still in business is probably the most impressive thing about Atari. But yeah, what exactly have they been doing? They do software development. I mean, they make games. Atari is a publisher, um, mm. but uh, good for them. Yeah, I just I stick to the publishing to release this with some screens and not really anything past that is not super impressive. So. I'm just wondering because like there's a there's like a Sega version of this which hasn't been it definitely doesn't have the hype of like Nintendo yeah, doing it. But it so looks really cool. why would a, a system that people care less about yeah. want to do this? Yeah. Because the Sega one's not flying off shelves like I've, I don't I've think it's out yet, to, is it? No, there's a Sega one. There's it, a new one coming out, though, okay, that but, is not out yet. That looks but there's, like, cool. a Sega system that has games on it, and yeah. you can actually play your old Sega games in oh, yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And that's great. Like, I'm tempted to get one when I'm bored one day and yeah. have some extra cash just to play those old Sonic games, yeah. probably. Right. But, and Gold Max. <laughs> but, <laughs> and Altered Beast. Yeah, there's some cool stuff on there. But yeah. Last year, Atari published Roller Coaster Tycoon World. Well, <laughs> and Pride well, Fest. <laughs> it's a social simulation game. It sounds anyway. Terrible. I bet it is. <laughs> it's it. Well, I mean, I wish them luck. Yeah, I, I think. I guess we'll see. Yeah, it's we'll it's see. it's so early, and they gave so little detail, and it's kind of dumb. So <laughs> we'll see. All right, moving on. I know some people thought it was dumb the way that it's going to work. Uh, in is. conjunction with uh, Splatoon <laughs> and stuff, the new Nintendo Switch Online app. It's available, but it doesn't really work. Yeah, so... Came Until out to, what, the 21st? Yeah, today's the 19th, means. and so you can download it, but it, they don't have servers up yet, so you can't even like, yeah. try it out. So it's going to come out on like, Friday. connection failed or something? Yeah, or, it'll come out on Friday along with the, the release of Splatoon. And from what I hear, it's okay. Splatoon? Splatoon. He likes to emphasize Splatoon. The, the splat. Split, split, Splatoon. 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 Yeah. It's like a Splatoon, it's like Platoon, but you splat but Splatoon. it instead but of with splatting. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Splatoon. <laughs> uh, it'll come out the same day as, as Splatoon 2. So, and have they have they firmly said that that's how it's going to work, oh, yeah. is plugging all this stuff in all over the yep, place? Yep, if you want to listen to your game audio and talk to your friends at the same time, you need to... Uh, have some sort of wacky squid splitter. Um, the squidder. Yeah. Squid uh, squid splitter. And the thing that, like, kind of, you know, and it's it's all based on friends. So, you you know, there is, like, matchmaking within the app, so that's pretty cool. But it is only with your friends. There's no, like, ability to matchmake with people that aren't your friends. Uh, but the thing that kind of turned me off the most from it is apparently if you're, like, in a, in a chat and you're talking to your friends and you're like waiting for a game to load. Maybe maybe this is just me, but like I'm playing Rocket League with you guys and we're in between matches like I'll totally pick up my phone and look at well, hey what's on Twitter? What's on Facebook? Right, totally. Right? Apparently that will actually pull you out of the audio chat. <laughs> so you have to leave it on your phone and up and running. You can't, you know, essentially go look at any other app. You can't take a phone call, you can't do anything without actually removing yourself from the audio chat. And if you go back, you'll still be there, but you can't hear anything anyone's saying and you can't talk. So yeah, I guess we'll, well see. Well this is not gonna be no, good. It's this really is not, not good. It seems to be an interesting choice. I don't know. This is interesting oh. a synonym for bad? Yes. Yes. Usually. Okay. This is gonna be bad. Yeah. This is gonna be bad. It's gonna be, I guess the thing is is I don't understand 
given how awful it is, why? And I mean, I understand why, but like, I'll never use this. I'll use Discord. I'll never use this. I'll use Facebook messaging. I'll never use this. I'll just make a phone call to the person I want to play with. <laughs> That's what I asked. You know? It's like, what's stopping me from just using Discord? Yeah, nothing like, except if- that like a lot of people don't have an extra. I mean, I guess the thing is, if you have a phone, you can get Discord. Yeah, and so, you can voice chat. It's, yeah. It's it, real unless dumb. Unless it does something I mean, like I said, it does, your... it does do matchmaking, so there is a matchmaking component to it, but it seems like there's so many downsides to it that I don't understand why you'd want to use it. I don't want to use it. I don't either. And I don't <laughs> want to buy a power squid in order to be able to... <laughs> I kind of do. I kind of just want the squid. I think the thing is, you've got to have... Like, I mean, I... Like, Squid me, baby. <laughs> I play Destiny with my brother um, every Saturday and Sunday, and he's got a, a very young child. She's like t- 11 months old, I think. And so, so he's got a baby. He's got a baby. <laughs> and uh, so we often don't, we'll often play, uh, we'll often talk via phone. Like, oh, we actually just call each other as opposed to having the controller, uh, the, the speaker headphone thing go into our controllers. Um, because she's less likely to pull, you know, a phone out and a speaker cord out than one that's dangling in front of her, you know, oh, right. attached to a controller. And so a lot of times I'm playing without game audio, and that's really hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard. So, you know. How do you do that? Yeah. You just hope you don't get, I mean, it, it's not a huge deal until you have subtitles on and you hope things don't sneak up behind you. Yeah. But because I'm playing super early, too, I don't have the, the sound up on my TV. So... Like this is a problem. Like it's this is this is not like something that they they should have done better. They really yes. should have done better. I agree. Oh well, I guess we'll find out this weekend. Right. <laughs> um all right. Titanfall two. Four? Uh, Titanfall no, four. four. Yeah, I know I'm waiting on her. Oh, okay. She'll call. Perfect. Guess yeah. you can mark. Just so you know, uh while we're recording this podcast, I do have a voice session coming up with Tasia Valenza. The voice of Poison Ivy. So, the voice of Poison Ivy. Who sounds nothing like that. Nothing like that at all. Um, so we're going to be stopping the podcast to take her call. That's very exciting. Yeah. Anyway, Titanfall anyway, 2. Titanfall 2, it's getting a free co-op horde mode right before it drops into EA Access. Yeah. So How do you feel about that? Awesome. I think it's great. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I think uh, it's exactly what I'd want to play in this game, and I... If there wasn't this already, I'm excited. Yeah, like, yeah, and it's a free update too. So yeah. literally, they're adding content to it. Um, and I, I guess the thing is, that I I really wanted to play Titanfall too. I just didn't want to pay for it because yeah. I only want to play the single player. And I knew it was going to come to EA Access. And I knew it was going to come to EA Access. And so this is perfect. Like a multiplayer mode that I want to play. Yeah. Um, it's going to be free by the end of the month on EA Access. And we could totally play together. And we could totally play together. It's, it's going to be amazing. I'm very excited for this. I Titanfall 2 and Battlefield 1 are both coming to EA Access like we talked last week. So spend the 30 bucks. Like, it's it's so worth it. It's, yeah. Plus all the other stuff you get. So That's super awesome. This is, this is great. I This is such a pro-awesome gamer thing to do, and it's coming from EA. Like, I don't know what's happening. I downloaded it, too, because you can download the free trial. Oh, just so sure. It's so you have down- 10 days so of it's trial, already yeah. downloaded to me when it hits EA Access. Yeah. Same Effect, with Battlefield 1. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda also and has a 10-hour trial. So. You used to actually have to be a member of EA Access to get that, but they actually opened that to everyone. So if you want to play Mass Effect Andromeda and haven't done it yet, you can, yeah. you can I downloaded that, that trial, too. I was going to give yeah. that a shot. It's real fun. Um... Excellent. Speaking of EA Access, I went into that last night, and I started playing the the newer Mirror's Edge. And it was, what did you think? It was real bad. Oh, I liked the first one too, and I heard this one wasn't as well received. And I never played. I've never played either of them, but they always look fun. And it just it was it just didn't feel good to no, me. That's too bad. The controllers controls weren't bummer. Weren't fun. Bummer. Boo. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, last um, bit of news. I know, so I had friends that were at D23. Oh, how exciting. And they, they were so excited. And as soon as the announcement for Kingdom Hearts 3. Yes, sir. As soon as that happened at whatever ungodly hour of the morning, because yeah. uh, I was asleep, um, my Facebook was just boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Everybody's freaking out. Oh, my God, finally. Blah, 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 yeah. blah. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. They actually have a release date and a new trailer. I mean, the release date is 2018, but <laughs> so, that's, that's a that's lot better. That's next year. Yeah, that is next year, and it's a lot better than the release date we had of... We don't know. Eventually, before, <laughs> so um, the trailer looks insane. It looks pretty. It's mm, so mm. gorgeous. I actually saw a couple of uh, a couple of like screenshot comparisons of the models in the trailer versus the original Toy Story. And I mean, granted, the original Toy Story now is probably 20 years old. 20, 22. Yeah. But to be able to render things, you know, effectively in real time in a video game versus, you know, what at the time took a server farm, you know, a million years to, you know, <laughs> render. Two. And... The Kingdom Hearts 3 stuff looks better. Um, yeah. It's gorgeous. But if you haven't seen the trailer yet, go watch it. It's actually all set in Toy Story land. Toy and Story Hill. Yeah, all, you know, Sora and uh, Goofy and Donald all are kind of Toy Storied up. Like they, they look and speaking like, Japanese. Yeah, and they they will speak English eventually. I'm sure they will, but that, but, uh, that was kind of funny kind of hearing weird. Goofy and Donald like talking in Japanese. I think the funny thing is, like, Donald really doesn't sound any different. I just can't understand what he's saying. <laughs> any more than you can understand what he's right? saying normally. <laughs> but Goofy is real weird. Goofy, that was real yeah, weird. But, and uh, Woody, and Buzz, yeah. and Rex, and all of them. Yeah. That's, that's something people don't talk about much, though, is that the, the Kingdom Hearts franchise has some really top-notch voice acting. Um, pretty much any Disney character that's in that game is voiced by the person that voices them in the shows or the movies or the right. whatever. So, I mean, it's it's pretty pretty well done. And then, you know, all the non-characters are, are voiced by a lot of people you know. Um, right. uh, Sora's voiced by, I don't know, the guy that sees dead people. That's not Bruce Willis. Haley Joel Osment. There you go. Why so, do I remember this? That's, that's why we... He know, was nice voiced one. by him. Is he still voiced by him? You know, I assume, but I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure that they've announced huh. that yet. So, But gotcha. go check out the Kingdom Hearts trailer. It's like five minutes long, and it's real good. Yeah, it's really good. I, I like it. Can I ask two questions? Yes. When... What is what does D twenty three? What's the twenty three? In D, jeez, is sh- that an annual thing? Like the number ticks up every no. year? Or is no, it always it's every other. It's D twenty three is every other year. It's not every year. It's every other. Oh. And it, oh, I forgot what because my friend Joe is a hardcore Disney fan. You know, and, and so I had am to I, ask and him I about just it. can't remember because I was like Disney twenty D twenty four is next year. He's like, no, D twenty three is in two years, and I'm like, but you just went to D twenty three two years ago. Okay, so yeah. it's always twenty three. Always D twenty three. Right, so there's a go. significance to the twenty three. Thank goodness for the internet. Uh, twenty three represents nineteen twenty three. Got it. The year that Walt probably drew Mickey Mouse, but the internet's not that good here. It's either drew arrived Mickey in Mouse. California and founded what was to become the Disney Company. Okay, okay. so there you go. Yeah, I've I've always really wanted to go because I'm a huge Disney nerd. <laughs> But then I saw the lines for it this year, and oh, it yeah. looked like hell. So. They got in line. I want to say they got in line around 3 a.m. for the uh, Avengers yeah, panel. that's nothing I want to do. Yeah, they Although, were in line too early. Ever. Let's see. Today's the 19th, so two days ago, and then like 14 years before that, I uh, I got in line at 3.30 to get into Disneyland for the 50th anniversary. So I, I understand Disney nerds. Yeah. So I, as someone who is learning to appreciate Disney more and more, yeah, yeah. Um, I've always been a fan of the yeah. movies and stuff, but now I've, I've kind of embraced Disney Some more. I parks. went to Disney World for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, Kingdom Hearts 3 looks fun. 
And now there is the first two Kingdom Hearts. They're remastered on PS4. Yep. They're on sale currently on Amazon. I'm thinking about ordering them. Is this a game that I'm going to enjoy, even if they're old? Like, is it worth picking up and playing before? I, we talked about this a little bit the other day, but yeah. I think it's a good topic for anyone listening out there I that might want to try these games. If the ga- Since the game's not coming out till next year or sometime, yeah. which I'm going to guess probably... Late. Late. Yeah. Like either summer or well after. I'm guessing fall, winter, Um, but yeah. I think since you've got the time between now and then to do it, I'm planning on doing it just because all my friends are super hyper nerds about it. And every time the the conversation devolves into Kingdom Hearts talk, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, and I I think that (laughs) the answer to that question is like a couple fold. Um, Like, first of all, so there's there's three like titles released in the series. on modern systems, and so if you buy the you buy this combo pack, and that comes with um, Kingdom Hearts 1.5 and Kingdom Hearts 2.5, but there's also a Kingdom Hearts 2.8. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think between those three releases, that's seven or eight games, um, because Kingdom Hearts 1.5 is Kingdom Hearts One plus Chain of Memories plus kind of like a movie thing you can watch, and Kingdom Hearts 2.5 is Kingdom Hearts two plus like another game plus another movie thing and then 2.8 i think it's a new game plus a movie thing you can watch and like the movie things aren't short like it's an hour and a half worth of i mean essentially what they did is there's this game that we can't port to a current system so we took all the cutscenes and redid them so you can get the story of those games so there's a lot of content and like kingdom hearts is not a short game it took me probably 70 hours to beat it 70 yeah and so, you know, if you get oh these seven God. games, like, start playing now because it, <laughs> it may take you that long. Um, I have not played the PS4 versions. I have the PS3 versions, so the remastered 1.5s. I don't think they did much between that and the PS4 versions. I don't know if they're any different, honestly. Um, they play great. They're super fun. They're really enjoyable, especially if you like Disney stuff. But they play like a game that's 15 years old. Gotcha. Like, it's The controls are just weird. Um <laughs> And kind of janky. Like, you, there's a lot of, like, you know those quests where you're like, hey, you've got to race me to get, you know, from here over to there. And you're like, okay. And then you lose 40 times in a row, not because you're bad, but because... The controls. Yeah, you jumped just, and yeah. nothing happened and you fell into a pit. So, <laughs> you know, but they're the story's great. They're all super fun. They're very weird. They do definitely have that kind of wacky Final Fantasy Japanese feel to them. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but very enjoyable. That was my only... Uh, gripe with when i watched the the trailer it was the trailer i watched was in japanese yeah, yeah i think it, that's there yeah i was like i don't want to play this <laughs> I, I will say something for both games too um both one and two is you have to get past the first like five hours of both of them before it starts before it starts being fun <laughs> um the first one you start out on this weird island that mm-hmm. literally is just there to like teach you how to do stuff and let you learn who the different characters are and it lasts like three four or five hours and the second one i think you start on a train i want to say or in a city mm-hmm. I think before train, you yeah. get anywhere that is even vaguely disney related so there, there's definitely a, a, a curve on both those super fun all right well that's that for all the news yeah any any other news nope, yes that that's it? news all right we're done with the news so it's time to move on to our questions <clears throat> hey old Vinny. Where you at? What's cooking, butter? <laughs> what? What was that it. last word? Was that bra? Butter. Butter? I don't. Yeah. Even, I don't even know what he's doing. What you asking me? Are you, are you going to read the question? Where'd the Italian go to college, Adam? Where'd he go? University. What's the matter, you? It's <laughs> terrible. Anyway, that might have been racist too. I'm not sure. Oh man, I'm Italian. 
Oh, okay. it makes it okay. Right? Oh, okay. Gotcha. That's how that works. Right? Right? Pretty not. No. Um, Vinny's question just a is. Vinny's question is: What is your favorite obscure game of all time? All time. All time. I have no clue. Sunset Overdrive from Dylan was a really, really good choice because that game was so, so good, and it just kind of like it was there and like got huge reviews and just didn't sell any copies. Like, yeah, but it's like so it was good. great. Like everyone loved it, yeah. but no one played it. I yeah, guess. so weird. And it went from like, hey, I'm a sixty dollar game to hey, I'm a ten dollar bargain basement bin game. I'm free on games and of then gold. I'm free on games of gold in the span of. I don't know, three or four months. Like, wow. But it's terrific. And mm-hmm. like, arguably everyone who plays it says it's terrific. So yeah. I don't know what happened. Um, I another, will go, do another, you have one? Yeah. Um, again, I always go back to bouncers on the Sega. <laughs> <laughs> the game where you're a basketball and you try to get in the hoop. It's amazing. Someday, this game is amazing. We all need to like schedule a Saturday and just do like an eight-hour live stream of all the dumb games that we all love. You, yeah. can, you can do that. You can. We can do the Muppet one. I need to one. get this game. I need it. I'm going to contact the which one. Of my the Muppet. Oh, Muppet Muppet Party fighting Cruise? game or whatever. <laughs> Muppet it's Party called. Cruise. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> Where you're a basketball. <laughs> it's great. Like it's just two basketballs, and you try to jump into the hoop. And I you love bounce it. off each other. <laughs> I love it. It's all about bouncing. It's good. It's great. Yeah, I think I'm actually going to pull out one that I've actually talked about before, but like I cannot say how much this game. This game was one of the the games that probably got me into role playing, and I think it's not role playing. Role playing games, it's <laughs> 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 are very different very podcasts, different things. Yes. Not on they our show. They can overlap. The Venn diagram. Does. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's there's an eye in the middle. <laughs> but uh, role playing games is Crystallis. It was a, a Nintendo game that made by SNK, and I think it just got kind of you know it's it's very much a cult classic now, but didn't sell super well when it came out. Um, but man, I've played that game at least once to completion, and probably another five or six times just playing it. Um, it's one of my brother's favorite games too, and it's just—it's gorgeous, and it's it it held up really well. Like I've played it recently on emulators, and it still looks great. Um, a lot of Nintendo games do not hold up very well, mm-hmm. um, and this still looks fantastic. And and it's not perfect, and there was a lot of weird like getting lost and a lot of backtracking and, and that kind of stuff. But it is such a great game that I think it was probably just overshadowed by the Final Fantasies and the Dragon Warriors and the Links and the you know whatever to to be a little bit obscure. But it's so good if you have if you have an emulator and you're into like old school turn based RPGs. Like this is a that's a great game to pick up. It's it's really fun. Hmm. That's fun. Yeah, I like it. I don't have it if I don't have a favorite obscure game. I honestly every game that I think of, I'm like, nope. Everybody knows Adam's that game. Adam's not a hipster. I think the problem with, no, with obscurity these days is <laughs> obscure games are with the internet aren't obscure anymore. Like, yeah. You know when when you were when you were a kid and you're playing Nintendo or Super Nintendo games, like there were obscure games, but even those games aren't really obscure anymore. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, even games like Earthbound, which was very, very obscure at the time, like you can get, you can download that from the internet in 10 seconds now and be playing it on a Raspberry Pi. It's going to come out on the SNES mini, you know? Right. And so games that, that had this kind of cult status, people play because, there's forums full of people saying, "Oh my God, did you ever play this game?" I mean, right. like, like I said, you know, Crystallis is a game that I, I think me and my brother were the only person that had ever heard of it. But then, like, my brother posted about it on our Facebook page the other day, and I think Miles, yeah, like, Miles oh, my like, God, oh my God, I love God, that game. I you know, that. like it's, it's, uh, you know, the the power of the internet, and you know, just being able to find a bunch of other gamers who you can connect with means that, that obscurity is not 
is is hard to come by these mm-hmm. days. Um, like, and, I guess I'm going to keep I, the only. And there's game, a niche for everything these yeah, days. Yeah, and too. the game that I keep going back to, as far as like my favorite game on the on the regular Nintendo, the NES, was that game Metal Storm. Yep. That I'm pretty sure nobody I've talked to has ever heard of that game or ever seen that game. But I remember playing that game as a kid and thinking it was just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So that I mean that would have to be mine. But again, I don't I don't know of any games that I can think of. Yeah. I don't know. It's just changed. I don't know if this is the most obscure game ever, but it was my favorite superhero game until um, probably the Batman Arkham Superman games. Superman 64? On the PlayStation <laughs> nobody 2. nobody ever. On the PlayStation 2 Xbox era was The Punisher. Oh, nice. I never played um, it. It was an M-rated game, and it was brutal. On the Nintendo? No, on Xbox. Oh, Xbox. And PlayStation 2. 2. I miss what you're saying. Um, this game was awesome. I... To me, it's kind of obscure because it is like kind of a superhero game, but it was M-rated, um, third-person action game, third-person shooter. Um, like you could like the kills were just insanely just gruesome. Like you'd be at the zoo level and you could like stick the guys' heads to interrogate them <laughs> through like the the animal cages and like a rhino would come and just like demolish their face. Like that is the level of intensity this game was. But it was so that character though, and I, right. this game was really well done. Um, and I I am a big Punisher fan, so yeah, it, this game was cool. It's good stuff, man. Mm. Well, there there you go, Vinny. Thanks for that. Hey, Vinny. There you go. Um, Kevin thanks us in advance for answering his question. Kevin's a nice guy. Kevin is super, super nice guy, super awesome guy. We're gonna play Destiny this weekend, me and Kevin. You you did you did? We're going to. Yeah, yeah. I'm hopefully tonight yeah. we can all get yeah. in. Um he asks if you could have a video game themed restaurant, what game would you pick? Oh Right? Oh my goodness. It's such a great question. Oh. And the real the answer is All of them. Any of them. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean like I mean just like picking off the top, could you imagine going to a Mario themed restaurant? How awesome! Psychedelic be? mushroom burgers. Like, like your your little seats could be awesome mushrooms. You I could don't sit want on. mushrooms on my burgers. Oh, I love mushroom I burgers. Do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as you can see by the picture hanging here, these are not typical mushrooms. And when you play the game, you realize these are psychedelic <laughs> mushrooms. These are not. I'm, these are not just mushrooms. I don't need to grow anymore, Adam. Oh, okay. That's he cool. makes a very that's valid cool. point. Um, if he doubles in size, he's, he can't go inside anymore. What game? I mean, there's there's so many good choices, and literally, I would enjoy any of them. I I, I, I keep coming back to this, and I'm like, oh, I'd play. A, I'd go to a Mario restaurant. Oh, I'd go to a Link restaurant. Oh, I'd go to a Metroid restaurant. Oh, <laughs> you know, I mean, maybe maybe like a Pac-Man restaurant. So you had to run around a labyrinth while <laughs> ghosts chase you with like these blinking lights, and you have to go find your food right. in the corners. Except they're not ghosts that are chasing you with servers with your bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. And if you can if you can get all the the whatever's in the restaurant picked up before the server gets you, then it's free. Can you think of any games that actually have like a really good use of food in them? That's kind Fat of what I was thinking. <laughs> It'd be kind of funny. Burgerville. I actually Burger, have Burger a, Time. Burger Time. Rupert yeah. Um, I actually have, my kid won it at uh, Emerald City Comic Con, um, won a World of Warcraft cookbook. Um, it's amazing. It's gorgeous. It's thick. Um, and it's just full of recipes that all look incredible. 
um, like full color pictures. Like look it up on the internet because I kind of want that. It's really cool. I'll bring it and you can take a look at it. Maybe maybe like a Breath of the Wild themed one where you just get all these ingredients and you throw them in this like <laughs> oh my god over I the wanna... fire and then something pops out that wasn't even close. No, to I want to go to like a hibachi style <laughs> restaurant with Breath of the Wild food where they just have all these random stuff like chop it, chop it, chop it, and like throw it in this yeah. thing and, and it goes. They're ding, like ding, flipping ding, crap ding, at you. Oh, and you eat it, and then like you like gain electric powers or resistance we, or something, and then you can touch electrical circuits. We've talked about live streaming our, our recording of our podcast, and the last thirty seconds is exactly why we should exactly be doing that, right because y'all just missed. We a need little, to make it happen. We're working on it. Um, I don't know what I mean. Any ga- one game, if you had one game, what would you pick? <sighs> one game restaurant, what would it be? I. I think I would go Mario because I, okay. think, I think Mario would just be fun. I think and there's a lot of opportunity for we've we've had food in a in a Mario themed restaurant. It was, it was a Mario cafe. It was it was very it, yeah. did, it did not look anything like mine would, but right. I think it could be so fun. Right. What about like I mean, geez, what if instead of doing the Rainforest Cafe, you did an Ori Cafe? Right? Ori in the Blind Forest Cafe and all the servers are blindfolded. It's <laughs> really messed up. That's a terrible idea. I know. Maybe they could all be like fat, like furry dudes, the guy that dies. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But comes back to life. He comes back. So I hear. I've never finished. Spoilers. Oh, um, you never finished it? No. Oh, dang. It's all right. Well, it's okay. But I'm sure there's a lot of people that haven't either. Sorry but, about it. Oh, that would be great. Like, that would be beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, I'm into beautiful. That. beautiful. Yeah. I think it'd be really cool if you, yeah, you went to like the N64 Mario Castle and you ate in there. Oh, <laughs> good answer. Good answer. That's good. Cool. All your waitresses could be dressed up like Peach and all your, uh, yeah. all, your all the guys it'd, could it'd be, be dressed just up like, like Luigi. Dis- it would be just like Disney World or something. But like, Oh, that would be awesome. I would have to go with a Castlevania-themed restaurant. Are you, you sure that's a good idea? Like yes. the blood? Yes. Adam and the holy water. Eat people. Eat people. <laughs> you don't eat people. People eater. And- you are a purple people eater. Is Adam. that like an Italian restaurant? Do you get, or is it like an anti-Italian restaurant? Like there's no garlic there, right? I don't know. Oh, I don't like that place. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big garlic. Anywhere fan. without garlic is where I don't want to be. Well, blood no. and no garlic. You See, would Adam, have to you... have garlic because that would keep Dracula and the vampires uh, away. So maybe it is no, an Italian. But this is the one restaurant he's allowed in. But no, he's not. See, I think it's a good idea. Like, so this is like a cool Gothic place yes. with great Italian food. Yeah, I'm legit down. for real. And you drink wine instead of blood. <sighs> okay. Or you could just drink blood. It's whatever. <laughs> Fettuccine with a side of blood. It's great. Like, and if the server like totally screws up your water, your order, you just throw like a vial of flammable holy water at him. <laughs> you whip him as he goes by. You toss a cross up into the air. <laughs> you turn into a bat and you bite him. I don't okay. know. I, I can get behind this. <clears throat> this sounds great. All right. So there's that. that. That's my two cents. I like it. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, why do you have a question? Well, because... I didn't know how to awkwardly bring up things that I'm dumb about, um, and so I thought I'd do it in the fr- the by asking a question. Okay, would you like me to ask this question? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, so let's say that I owned a PS4 and wanted to play my PS4 on my PC or Mac. Is there a way I could do that? <laughs> Hey Cliff, do you have a good answer for this? I do. You do? <laughs> yeah. So I was. Oh, re- I thought you were legit asking us to like answer your question you for could. you. Could do you know the answer? I'm pretty sure it's called remote play. It is called remote play. Yeah. Which I did not know. Like I've had a PS4 for about since Christmas time. Yeah, about six six months now, seven months mm-hmm. now. And I was reading Twitter today, and someone was like, oh, man, playing uh, Crash Bandicoot works so much better if I'm actually playing on my PS4 versus playing on my PC versus remote play. And I'm like. 
wait, what? Back up a little bit? <laughs> I had no idea it was a thing. So, and then yeah. I asked Dylan. Dylan's like, I had no idea this was a thing. And like, I put it on the Discord. Kevin's like, I didn't have any idea this was a thing. And so apparently, this is a thing. Um, <laughs> Moral of the story. Yeah, so you just go out to, I don't know, probably search for PlayStation Remote Play. It'll take you to this website, and you can download a little app for your PC or your Mac, and presumably probably as long as you're in the same house. I mean, I assume it works outside your house, but probably way, way worse. Right. Um, You can just... Is it a Sony product that lets you do this? Yeah. Yeah, okay. See, I've played... I've used Remote Play on my Vita. Yeah, and I think it's like the same thing. It just works on your PC instead of your Vita. And so, like... I knew it was out there. I just... Yeah. Like, I think that the use for this kind of thing is super limited, but I could imagine a world where, you know, like, imagine a world where, in a world, uh, you know, like my kid was playing on my Xbox on my TV, and I'm like, I want to play a PlayStation game. And since my PlayStation's also hooked up to my TV, I wouldn't be able to, but I could just remote play into it. You know, it's kind of like a Steam Link. Just, it's not something I'm going to do every day or probably every month, but I could definitely see how it would be handy. So, I play, I was playing, I think I played Rocket League on my PS Vita. Yeah. Over the Wi-Fi in my house, and it was perfect. Yeah. And when you've got when you've got that big of a game compressed to the resolution yeah, on a, the screen, pretty. it's super pretty. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, like, it's not like I said, it's not something I do all the time, but how convenient that it's a thing. I had literally no idea. Really? Yeah. They've had. I want to say they've had it since the PS3. Yeah. Seems. Maybe. I, no, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Either yeah. way, if you have a PS4 and you have a PC or a Mac, go for it. And you don't even need much of a Mac. Like my MacBook Air will run it. So. Welcome to the land of PlayStation. I know, right? Xbox, be damned. I just have two Xboxes. It's, it fixes that problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so there's that. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the cheap and free games of mm-hmm. the week. What you got? Speaking of Xbox, if you have Xbox Game with Gold, you could get Grow Up. It's free all month, but don't because it's garbage. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, hey, don't take my word for it. Uh, but also, Runbow is out, and I've heard it's kind of a fun up to eight player multiplayer game. I have not played it myself, but I hear it's good. And then uh, Lego Pirates of the Caribbean, the video game, is uh, backwards compatible, and it's super fun. And I have played it, and I liked it a lot. So snatch up both of those before the end of the month. You've got, a, well, from today, 10 days. Mm-hmm. So do it. Maybe there's 11 days. I don't know. How many, how many days are there in July? Doesn't matter. 31. There you go. So you got 11 days. So grab those four games of gold. And uh, obviously, there's a bunch of PS4 games. You know, you should grab those too. Uh, but they actually, PlayStation actually announced like a new PlayStation Plus game uh, called That's You. Have you guys heard of this or tried it yet? Mm-mm. No. So have any of you ever played the Jack Pack? Oh, I remember seeing this pop up on. Um, <laughs> I remember seeing this pop up on something, I want to say on my PlayStation. That and I'm seems all, very likely. I'm all, what is this? And it was just, I'm like, oh, it looks like a dumb bunch That's of you. like... That's you! You stupid. Have you guys ever played any of the Jackpack games? No. So <laughs> the way they work is you start the game on your computer and then you it'll give you a URL that you go to on your phone. Yeah. And this works the exact same way. So it's a really cool way to do party games because you don't need a bunch of controllers, you know, any of that stuff. And apparently, like, from what I've heard, the sweet spot for this is, like, four to six players. So if you've got a bunch of people over at your house, and uh, it's just a fun party game that, you know, it's kind of a question and answer. Apparently, it uh, – ah, crap. You know, I, I read about it the other day, and it's I'm drawing a blank. But I think it's uh, – it'll ask you – anyway, it's one of those kind of – yeah. Ask you a question game and then you all have to answer and you can draw things and you can use the camera on your phone and uh, just interact with your place. And, and it's it's free now through October 24th. <laughs> so you've got like, I don't know, three months to pick up this game for free. And then I guess they're going to start charging for it. But Is it uh, August 24th? 
or October 24th? I think it's October 24th. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, so you got, you've got a little while to do it, but, you know, why not grab it now? Um, and if you have friends, you could play it. I don't, so that's cool. Same. Yeah, same <laughs> if you guys all came over to my house, I don't know, we could find, a, I don't know, some homeless guys in the way or something. We'll all play together. It'll be great. <laughs> bring Kevin with. <laughs> you can bring Kate with. Hey, we've got guys. five people we done. Go. My wife will play. We've got six. Perfect. <laughs> anyway, grab that. It's fun. Okay. Or so I hear. Or so you hear. Uh, but also, uh, Marvel Heroes Omega is out on the Xbox and PS4 now. It's a free-to-play with microtransactions. Uh, oh, is this the one that's got the new Spider-Man Homecoming pack? It very well may. Ah, uh, yes, it is. But, uh, I've been I, curious about this. It's been on the PC for a while, Yeah, and I hear it's good. I heard the free-to-play mechanics are expensive, but... Uh, like but, the Marvel or the, the Spider-Man Homecoming pack is 20 bucks. Yeah, so it's I want to say each character's pack is twenty bucks, but uh, I hear it's really good though. So you know, it's it you know obviously most of these you can play for free without spending anything. It's just kind of a pain. But if you if you're into the Marvel stuff, it, it's definitely something worth uh, worth looking into for you know free now on your console. So I remember when I saw the Spider-Man Homecoming pack, I was like, oh, what is this? And I'm looking at it, and a lot of the people were saying it's a free to play. What is it, like an MMO kind of thing? Yeah. It's free-to-play that's actually free-to-play. Nice. Like, you can actually feel like you're getting, getting far and, and without, you're getting something out of yeah. this without so, having to spend money. If Marvel's your jam, like, definitely check it out. Um, just came out to Xbox and PS4 recently. Um, Ooh, I'm going to last week that. or two. Yeah, give it a look. I might have to do that. Uh, also, fun. Humble Bundle. Huge uh, Humble Bundle. Yeah, it's massive. Um, and I, it's, Oddly, it's probably one I will not buy because I already own almost all of these games. Yeah. But if you're a Telltale fan, um, and if you're not, you probably should be. Uh, this is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 15. 16. Plus, they're unleashing more games in five days, apparently. It's literally every Telltale game ever made, as far yeah. as I can tell. Is Guardians of the Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy is not. Um, <sighs> but you get two Sam and Max games. You get two Puzzle Agent games, which are real fun. A game called Bone that I'm not familiar with. Uh, Hector Bag of, Badge of Carnage, the uh, Texas Hold'em games, and Poker Night of the Inventory. First season of Walking Dead. The Walking Dead Michonne. Is that right? Michonne. Michonne. Sorry. Uh, Tales from the Borderlands. Walking Dead Season 2. Game of Thrones. Um, 50% off The Walking Dead A New Frontier. Uh, the new Batman series. Like, that ended a month or two ago. Um, and then Minecraft Story Mode and the annual pass for Story Mode. So all the Minecraft stuff. Um, that's a crap load of <laughs> games. Um, if you get at the top tier, it's only 15 bucks. So literally, wow. if you get all those games, you're paying about a dollar a game. That's which insane. is amazing. Um, like I said, unfortunately, I think I own all of those except Batman. <laughs> so <laughs> I probably won't buy it. But if, if you're a Telltale fan, like, do it. It's so such a good deal. Such mm-hmm. a good deal. And you're benefiting charity. So Exactly. It's good stuff. Uh, small bites. Yes, I started playing Clash Royale as I'm currently playing right now. <laughs> oh, are you? <laughs> Dylan actually doesn't pay attention to anything we're doing. I, oh, it's good. fine. I he plays really video games and attention. comes up to talk about news and Vinny. <laughs> um, well, yeah, as a video game podcast, what do you expect? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I maximize my game time by playing because via we our... don't get enough of it. That's true. On That's the regs. Um, anyway. I, what is Clash Royale? I hear I think it's like the best selling mobile game ever. Yeah, like it's, it's made a crap ton of money. It's kind of like a MOBA, I guess. So you have three towers and two lanes, and you you build a deck of some number of you get eight cards, sure. and these can be 
like giants, little armies of skeletons. So each card is going to have some sort of unit or building and some number of those things, and each of those have stats. Um, and so you you obviously want to have some sort of uh, goal in mind with what you're doing. I'm losing because I'm talking. Um, <laughs> I probably shouldn't be playing while I'm trying to explain the game. But um, it's pretty simple. Um, but it is a lot of fun. But, again, I, I'm always curious to see how they try to make you spend money in these freemium, free-to-play, pay-to-win kind of games. Mm-hmm. Um you can enjoy it without without spending a lot of money. Um, you're obviously going to have to if you really want to to get it to higher levels. But I've accumulated just over 900 trophies, which has got me into Arena Three. Wow! I believe like every 400 trophies, you get into the next arena, and that unlocks more cards. Therefore, the people you play against will have more options of cards, so the decks will have more variety. Um, so that's kind of kind of neat. Um, and have you paid money yet? I've paid two dollars because it seems like when you go into the next arena, it's like for ninety nine cents you'll get all this value that, and it is a good value sure. for ninety nine cents. So instead of spending five to ten dollars, you're spending one dollar and you get a magical chest. Because the way this game does its little mechanics is, you win, you get a chest. Sure. Sometimes you get a golden chest. Sometimes you get these other chests. They have different rarity drops, but you can only have four chests at a time. And to get the basic chest to open, you have to wait three hours. Oh, sure. And click on it and say three hours later, and then the gold boxes take eight hours. So open those before you go to bed. And when you wake up in the morning, you have some number of cards to add. And you level up your cards by getting duplicates of the cards. Sure. So it takes longer to level up rare cards and whatnot, but... You can use gems to open the chest faster, so that's where it comes in. Yeah, and you have mm. to sp- spend money to get gems, and gems can turn into gold. Why they can't just always have one currency just blow- just bothers me more than anything. Sure. You'd think as a game designer you'd make a game that wouldn't frustrate yourself. Like, So have you played their other game, uh, Clash of Clans? I never played that. Yeah, neither. Yeah. Apparently between uh, those two games, they made $2.5 billion last year or so. Somebody's paying money to <laughs> yeah, play these I games. Yeah, I mean, I can see why. <laughs> yeah. um, because, and yeah, I mean, if this is the game you play, what's wrong with spending oh, yeah. money on it? Like, I, I mean, the I reality no is I'll spend 60 bucks on a game and, you know, no problem. So. But I, I yeah. just wish there was some sort of price that you could pay to say, hey, I want to pay this much for your yeah. game. Like, how much game am I actually going to get out of that? So it's always... I mean, our rabbit hole, and we understand yep. it's just part of the part of the deal. But yep. it's oh, fun. Maybe maybe try it out. Nice. Don't don't spend all your allowance huh. um, on gems because it's silly. <laughs> but if you play, maybe we can we can join it. We can start a clan or something. Yeah. If we have and some we people clash. out there that play, yeah, it'll be like a a royale, a clash royale with cheese. <sighs> Oh Gross. my gosh! What's your mobile game? Um, so there is a game right now. It's called Slay Away Camp. <laughs> it's by the people who did uh, Bejeweled and Peggle. It's not from Popcat Games, though. I think it's just from the actual like developers sure. or whatever that did those games. Anyway, so Slay Away Camp is a kind of isometric or a top-down puzzle game with these Minecraft-looking characters, and you have to find a way to get through. It's one of those games where if you send a character in one direction, they will go all the way in that direction unless there's something stopping them um, or a victim that they have to kill And in, in this game's case. It's, anyway. It's really cute. Yeah, it's two ninety nine, and it sold me when it said from the creators of Peggle and Bejeweled because yeah. Peggle is one of my favorites. Um, 
anyway, each game is based off of a, or it's it's posed as a VHS 1980s uh, murder thing. And there's like, there's the mummy character. There's a, a crazy mom character. There's a Jason Voorhees looking character, a Freddy Krueger looking character. Um, and you could just collect all these weird little weapons and stuff. And it's $2.99 plus some in-app purchases, but they're very minimal. You don't need them by any means. Um, it's purely aesthetic stuff. But the it's each each chapter is a different quote unquote movie, and they play a trailer for each one. So it's like slay a slay away camp, slay away camp two, return to slay away, another return to slay away camp, slay away camp twenty five, slay away camp three D, faces of a killer, my gory Valentine. So it's just it's cool, and you can turn up and down the gore. So if you don't want your kids playing a bloody Minecraft game, basically, oh, yeah, you can turn it off. Actually, it's the the <clears throat> game that it was founded by PopCap co-founder. Yeah. So yeah. Their cool. website's amazing. You should go check it out, bluewizard.com. Yeah. Um, that game is also available on Steam. If is it really? Jam. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Dang it. I should have gotten it. Well, no, I like it on my phone. It's perfect for your phone. Yeah. Perfect for your phone. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's my small bite. It's called like uh, it. Slay Away Camp. Do it. I like it a lot. All right. Let's wrap it up this week with a return to Troll Corner. Yeah, it's been a while. Not Poo Corner, although it's kind of pooey. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, and Why are you bringing poo into this? Yeah, we shouldn't have done that. That's well, okay. It's, whatever. Um... <laughs> Like, I, I love Nintendo, and I love my Switch. As you probably know, I think I talked about in my last one, I lost no. mine, and it was super, super, super sad. But the good news is is that magically, um, Amazon ha- owns bookstores now because, you know, that's a pretty good marketing strategy. You put all the bookstores out of business, and then you start new bookstores. Um, <laughs> it's up in uh, up in Seattle, and it's gorgeous. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful bookstore. Isn't that where you got your Nintendo Classic? And that's yes. where uh, Dylan got his Nintendo Classic, and that's if where... If all else fails, just go to an Amazon, Amazon. brick-and-mortar store. Right. And, and your lives will change. Yeah, and that's where I was able to get my new Switch, and I paid retail for it, and it made me very happy. I lost it. I didn't have one for like five days. It was crazy. Did um, you ever get it back? No. Aww. No, which is, I mean, sucks, but you know, it is what it is. So it, it was a mistake that luckily only cost me 300 bucks. So, you know, Oof, it is what it is. It could be a lot worse. It could be a lot worse. And um, you have two docks. And I have two docks now, which is cool. <laughs> um, silver linings. Um, the downside to this, though, is... In addition to losing my Switch, I also lost my copy of Breath of the Wild, which sucks. And I have not replaced that yet. And I probably will. But the thing that's, like, kind of making me not want to is because... You have to replay it. Yeah, Nintendo doesn't have cloud saves. Yeah. And so, I mean, like, this is something that they introduced on the Xbox 360 five years ago. Um, Like, the technology exists. This is not rocket science in any way but if i want to go back and play breath of the wild again i'm gonna have to replay the first and i'm not far luckily i guess but i'm still gonna probably have to replay eight hours of playtime to get back to where i was do you really want to though because it's not really your jam it's and that's kind of that's kind of what i'm thinking like i don't i think i might actually take that 60 bucks and buy a pro controller instead um and like at some point in time breath of the wild is going to get cheaper like I'm gonna, it's never gonna get cheap, but it's probably gonna get cheaper. Like it's gonna go on sale Black Friday. It's gonna go on. So maybe I pick up Breath of the Wild for thirty bucks or forty bucks instead of sixty. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the saddest part about it is, is while we were on vacation, like I was watching my kid play my Switch a bunch, and I was like, oh, I really want to get into back into Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it's time to play that game again. I'm gonna get a Pro controller and I'm gonna play play some Breath of the Wild and then. Now I don't own it anymore, and if I want to buy it again, I'm going to have to go through. I mean, not that the not that the plateau is boring, but I've already done it. Like I, that's the thing I hate most in games is, is games that force you to replay things over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So, like 
doing that without any payoff because I already know all the secrets to you know what they reveal. I already kind of know where everything is. I'll know how to beat everything. And so it's going to go fast, but I don't want to do it again. And if they had just had cloud saves, I, wouldn't I have wouldn't to. have to. And so that's that's my troll corner. Nintendo, get cloud saves and Duh. get rid of your stupid octopus. You have to think it's got to be coming. Squidbert. I, I, I'm sure it is, but I bet you it's not coming until next year when the, the online service is up. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's is, what I'm saying. That's you know way it's too long. Yeah. Way too long. Oh, well, let's try to save stuff to my Dropbox or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like, right? They, and we know it's not that much data to have a saved game file. Mm-mm. Like, but even if it is, I mean, like, data, like, storage is so cheap nowadays. I mean, like, you sign up for a Gmail account, they're like, here, have 15 gigs. Like, I don't, <laughs> you know, it's not. It's not that hard. True. Um, I mean, I guess maybe it is that hard. I have no idea. Like, maybe their infrastructure makes it really, really hard. But figure that crap out, you know? Or at least let me... I don't even think you can back them up to an SD card, can you? Oh, I don't know. I know it's got an SD card slot. Right, but I don't... Yeah. That's for game installation I'm not even stuff. sure I can actually, like, save my games to an SD card. Like, if I'd That'd done that before that. I went on vacation, could I have kept it on a little SD card? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe. Either way, like, know. that's that's not... It's just not easy enough. It should just happen. It really should just happen. So. I agree. Anyway, still love Thanks, you, Nintendo. Nintendo. Still love you. All right. So is that it? That's it. Oh. Follow us on the social medias. <laughs> social medias. Exactly. Uh, Bite Me Podcast. B-Y-T-E Me Podcast. Yes. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, join our Discord channel because it's fun and mm-hmm. there's lots of really cool people in there like me. And Twitch. And Twitch. And, and Mixer. And Mixer. Yeah, I think I'm mixering more than I'm twitching these days. I actually, oh, sweet. I actually, sweet. sweet. I actually mixered probably an hour and a half of uh, of uh, Ma- Destiny, Destiny Two, 2 really? yesterday. So I don't know if it worked, but I did it. So. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna start doing this. Yeah, I think I think out. mixer actually is gonna become a big thing that we start doing pretty soon. I I don't know. I really, 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 really want to find a way to actually do this podcast on Mixer so people can watch us live. We need to get. Cameras, cameras. That's okay. all that's holding us back. I'm working on probably it. audio gear. Well, if we just get, if we all have a, we all have a laptop with a camera. Yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. There's a solution. Dylan's got some I've, stuff going. I've been too. working on it, so yeah. So maybe oh, we'll see. Pause on mixer. Things could happen. So you're gonna be able to look at me picking my nose, going, "Oh my god, will Cliff shut up?" And the, you can see me picking Adam's nose. Side, <laughs> it'll be great. <laughs> on the flip side, you'll be able to see all the crazy shit that Dylan does. Like he's, he's, he's yeah, it's crazy. You'll have like your own little gif. Machine yeah. <laughs> every week. I need a little, a little. What are those things called? Where I can press the button. Yeah, Sam, uh, sampler. Yeah. But my dad always said you can pick your nose, but you can't pick your friend's nose. And you're gonna prove him wrong. Yeah. Excellent. You can I'm pick your friends, and you can pick your nose, nose but you but can't, you can't dad, pick your friend's you. nose. Thank you. But I'm probably as old as your dad, which is why I know that phrase. You're not. <laughs> anyway, uh, follow us online all over the place. And Thanks for coming. Yeah, holla. But don't follow me in real life, please. <laughs> uh, maybe that's what I'll start doing. Okay. Bye-bye now. Bye. Louder. Bye.